I love being able to go into a business and just like, how can I tell your story through the use of my camera? You're listening to Small Minded, the podcast that believes being small is a good thing because small steps lead to big impact, small towns have a big heart, and small businesses play a big role in our modern way of life. I'm your host, Molly Knuth, and here at Small Minded, we share stories and strategies to help small towns and small businesses flourish. Here's to a life well-lived, being small-minded. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back for another edition of the Small Minded Podcast. Just last week, we launched into a series of interviews because I took like an interview break, but I know that there are so many people in small towns who have grown just wonderful businesses and have pursued entrepreneurial projects that I just have to share them with you. And I don't think it's a secret. A lot of these people who I'm interviewing on these episodes are personal friends who I know I met through business connections, but they have grown into just fantastic friends and inspirational figures for me. And I just know that they have great things to share with you. So in that vein, I today have brought on my friend, Allison Corbin of Captured by Corbin Photography in the small rural town of Epworth, Iowa. Just a couple years ago, Allison and I met, and I can't even remember exactly how we met. Maybe it was at a workshop. I think it was. But quickly we became close business associates. And Allison and I have partnered on lots of projects. What she specializes in is photography. And as you'll hear in her interview today, she started off as a family and wedding photographer, but through the years has evolved into someone who really can help small business owners and brands capture their story and save those moments and milestones of business so that it can be shared out with others. So she does photos that can be flat lays, headshots, or even candid, like coming to your location and shooting while you work. And all of those photos tell the story of your business, who you are, who's behind the scenes, how you help the people you help, the products that you provide, the services that change others' lives. And in today's episode, we discuss how those photos can be used and why they are so important this year more than ever. So without further ado, I'm going to welcome my friend, Allison Corbin of Captured by Corbin Photography to the Small Minded Podcast. Welcome to my friend. And we just had like a 10 minute, 15 minute introduction with each other because we just have so much fun together. But welcome to my friend, Allison Corbin of Captured by Corbin. Hi, hello. How are you? I'm doing good today. How are you? Good. Good. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> uh, I'm excited to have you. Allison and I could talk for ages about any topic that you present to us. <laughs> and so it'll be kind of a challenge to keep this like in a container for people to listen to on a podcast, but I think we're up to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, Allison, why don't you kick this off? Tell us a little bit about you, what you do at Captured by Corbin. You can share where you're from, any, any of the good information that our audience would love to know. Perfect. Well, I'm Allison Corbin of Captured by Corbin Photography. I started doing photography about seven years ago, maybe a little more. Um, 
with just a, you know, a mom that wanted a camera and um, needed to take better pictures. And it evolved through taking pictures of my kids, families, weddings. And now I'm really honing in on branding and commercial photography. So for the business side of things, and um, I have a studio on my property, which is just a couple miles south of Epworth, Iowa. And I've been able to custom arrange things in my studio, build different walls and just make it really unique. But really, I'm having fun just focusing on businesses, small businesses, entrepreneurs, even a few local commercial clients that are need like headshots and stuff like that. So really enjoy being able to go on site and then also have people come here too. Oh, that's so awesome. And we're going to dig in a little further about the importance of having branded photography, headshots, flat lays. So we'll get into all of that for our listeners shortly. If you've followed the Small Minded Podcast for any amount of time, you know that behind the scenes is me, Molly, the owner and operator of Molly Knuth Media. And at Molly Knuth Media, social media marketing for small town, small businesses is kind of our jam. We love to help small town, small businesses market themselves better online through workshops, digital courses, e-learning opportunities, and digital downloadable tools. And this month in particular, we're focusing on one specific platform that I get questions about more than any other. In 2021, Instagram is all the rage for small businesses. But If you've checked out that platform before, you know that that operates differently than if you're marketing on YouTube or Facebook or email. So this month at Molly Knuth Media, we are focusing on Instagram and helping you figure out the lay of the land a little easier. From workshops on hashtags to our signature Instagram Academy five-week group coaching program, we are here to help you learn Instagram specifically how to market your business on Instagram. So head over to mollyknuthmedia.com shop for our workshop details and how to get registered for these programs. Again, that's mollyknuthmedia.com shop. And I'd love to help you learn Instagram and market your small town, small business better online in 2021. Tell me a little bit about, you said that you kind of made the transition from doing family portraits, wedding portraits, and then you kind of have pivoted a little bit into more of this business and commercial photography side. So tell me a little more like when did that pivot happen and what was kind of the reasoning behind it? Do you have like a moment where you're like, huh, I think this is going to be a fun way to take the business or was it just kind of an evolution? Well, I have a hard time like going back and saying, oh, this was the exact moment I decided to change my life forever. It's always been like an evolution of, you know, this happens. Oh, I kind of like the taste of this. Let's try this. Um, I still love family sessions. Don't get me wrong. It's, It's just, they're so much fun. I am a family, so they are near and dear to my heart. And so I'm never gonna say no to families just because they're fun. And What I find that when I do pictures of small business owners, they're a family and they also want those pictures. So just even like they want their family picture for their business to represent both family and both business. So they kind of go hand in hand and weddings have just been, you know, I'm a, I'm a mom. My, my kids, I have two boys, they're seven and nine. 
and we're getting into sports. We're getting into the crazy busyness of life and working all weekend and almost every weeknight just doesn't work anymore. So what's been on my heart lately is how can I work during the day? And that not only that, just like working during the day, business hours while they're in school, but I love being able to go into a business and just like, how can I tell your story through the use of my camera? Um, like dentist office, physical therapy offices, um, capturing those, the headshots and just being able to like, yeah, tell their story from the business perspective. That's awesome. And while you were sharing that, like it just brought up different times where I've worked with you for various clients and I like, it's different. Like when you've come in and my office and like done my pictures, when it's just me by myself, it's different than like when you came into the bar and restaurant and you got to do the photos of their soft opening and you got to see the people behind yeah. the food and like in the kitchen. And then as they were receiving it at the table. So yeah, I can totally see like the moments that you capture with your camera are just like the real life. This is what a small town, small business is all about. Yes. And I still think my favorite is the one when we're pouring the beer, like we had a, a glass and we're pouring the beer in to kind of get that, like the action shot of the beer, but it just like, it looked so good and so cool and just showed off. Yeah. This is, this is what our town is. Come in, have, grab a bush light, talk to your friends, telling that story, which is just really cool. Awesome. And I love that you tied in how these small town businesses that you're working with, they're is a business component to it, but there's so much of family just like woven into the fabric of these businesses. And so like making the distinction is sometimes hard because you might have in these small towns, like multi-generational businesses, or you might have a parent whose family is like helping out behind the scenes or what have you. But I love that you brought up the fact that there is family in every small town, small business. Mm-hmm. And even like with the, the, with wedding sessions, um, that has trained me how to do flat lays for businesses and product photography, because as I'm shooting a wedding, how am I going to take the best picture of the flowers so that I can send that off to the florist and they can use those pictures, but also the invitations, the boutonnieres, the cufflinks, all of these little details go into telling the story of their wedding day, but also it's a story of the person behind those items, the flowers, the invitations, the cake, the food, all of it. Like, okay, the food is why I like weddings, the food and the cake, but (laughs) all have a, a great perspective. There's a story to every session. Oh yes, totally. So what is it like about small business that drew you in and wanted to start your own small business? Because I know you and I have talked a lot before and like, not only has your business focus kind of pivoted, but also like your evolution personally, like you didn't start out thinking I'm going to be a small business owner one day. So can you talk to a little bit of that? Sure. Well, I never, ever, ever in a million years thought I would be running my own business. Um, I've always kind of been the, the yes, ma'am. And I started I like, I went to school to be an art teacher. I wanted to be an art teacher and then realized I didn't want to be a babysitter. So went through and not saying teachers are babysitters, but that's kind of how I felt. I just wanted to inspire people. 
and it felt more of like, maybe this really isn't inspiration. This is more like babysitting. So I decided, okay, it's going to be hard to get a job as specifically an art teacher. So let's try graphic design. So went to school for graphic design and I like struggled being in front of the computer all day. Then after that, I was getting married and we got a house. And so I needed to just have a job. And so I worked a couple of like, I don't want to say nine to five jobs, but they like jobs that were insurance and, and disability and claims. And I just wasn't happy. I would come home from work and I was just so upset because what I thought I did a good job on, they'd come back and be like, eh, it just wasn't good enough. Or it was boring. It was so boring. And so and you're such a creative person. <laughs> like you needed that creative outlet. Yes. Yes. And I would come home and I'd just be like drained because I wouldn't have the, like, I wouldn't have the mindset to be able to even like want to hold my child because I was just so drained and I struggle having a boss. So when I got a camera, I just started taking pictures and I was like, oh, this is fun. And like, I used to take pictures in high school, did film classes. I did like, I have my mom's film camera. She, she probably wants that back. Um, but I have my mom's film camera and like, she even played around with it. And so it was just kind of one of those things that that part evolved and it was never like, Oh, I love photography. It was like, Oh, those are cool. But I think just the evolution of it going from everything's always been, okay, how can I transition smoothly without having to completely cut off ties to one place? So I switched jobs. I got a part-time job working at the school. And then started doing the photography more. And then I was like, okay, I think I can do this more. And then I um, would just sub at the school. And now I haven't subbed at all this year. I do miss the kids dearly. But also I feel like I got this. I can do this on my own. Yes, it took seven years to get here. But feeling really good about the transition about everything. And I think that's such an important story to tell. Because a lot of times when we hear from like, these entrepreneurial gurus or the people who are leading the industry. It's like, I felt my passion and I just decided to put everything to the wayside and throw caution to the wind and double down on this business venture. When for a lot of people, that doesn't always happen. It sounds for a lot of people, a lot like your story where they were pursuing something that was of interest, that was an opportunity in the market. It was maybe a creative outlet or a passion project. But then also it was like, you just kind of toiled away not maybe not toiled is the right word, but you just plugged away at it slowly until it became something that you could turn into a business. Yeah. And I think it was one of those things too, of compromising with my husband, because he's very like, we're not getting a paycheck every week and, and just really making sure like finances were secure and our kids were secure. And so it's not just like, yeah, I read all these books where it's like, just jump in, just do it. This is your calling. And you're like, ah, hold on. I still have other people relying on me. I need to, I need to figure out what works best. And I'm a very impulsive person. So I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then my husband's like, okay, let's bring it in here a little bit. Let's, uh, let's see what we can do and kind of like slowly go through this process. <laughs> Oh, I like that you guys balance each other out that way because I see a lot of that in myself and my husband too. One of us will get a crazy idea and then the other one's like, well, it, practically, how can we do this? Yes. <laughs> it's a good We need that. Track. Checks and balances. A hundred percent. I love that though. Like, yes. Your story is so, so great because it echoes a lot of what I hear in small town businesses. 
All right. So now let's segue. So you have a small business, but your business is based like not even in a small town. You're out rural outside of your small Upworth community even. So what is it that you love about that rural life that made you not only decide to live there with your family, but say, Hey, this is where I want my business headquarters to be. Well, that is also another story. So I grew up on a farm, just honestly, two miles south of where I currently reside now. And um, my husband grew up on a farm about three miles west of where we live. So we're right smack dab in the middle of both of our parents. And so we, we both grew up on a farm, both have the, the farm value of working hard and, you know, getting up early, doing chores, working hard. And actually, I used to come over to this house when I was younger, and I just always had this vision that this was going to be my home. Like you have those visions of, hey, when I grow up, this is the house that I'm going to live in. And this was the house, which is so crazy. That is um, so crazy, but yeah. Very cool. And so our house that we have now is we bought it as a foreclosure. We completely gutted it, remodeled it. There was, there were so many like downfalls as to if we were going to get it or not. And then just like by fate, you know, we were able to get it just, just crazy. So we went through the whole process of buying the house, completely gutting it, remodeling it, having a child. Like we moved in with just drywall on our walls, moved in. And then four days later had our first child. And then like, (laughs) so there's like been the struggles all along. And then, so we have about three acres and then we built a shop in a studio um, just because I started doing photography out of her home. And I was like, okay, we can't cook bacon for the next week because I have a session coming up and I don't want the house to smell like bacon. Like it was, it was those things that you don't think about, but also I had to take into account, like I have to clean, I have to, and not that I'm not cleaning the studio, but kids go someplace else so I can take care of the session. And then when they leave, I just had to like split up our family just to do one session. And um, so my husband's like, we need a shop. And he's like, why don't we do a studio? And I was like, it's about dang time to do that. So (laughs) all in on board, (laughs) all in. Yep. Let's do this. So we built a shop and studio and um, the studio just kind of it's so much easier to just be able to like open the door and it's clean and it's this beautiful looking place and it's on my property. And so I can use everything on my property for photos as well. Barns, green bins, the wildflowers in the backyard, trees. I like, I try to, um, instead of paying to go be a member at the Arboretum, I take that money and I've invested in my property so that I have that as an option for pictures. So we can do everything all on one place, which is really awesome. I was going to so, say, I like, it's making me think back to the styled shoot that you did. I think it was probably yeah. almost two years ago. It, now, it was but, over two years. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It was just gorgeous. And it was all on your property. It was like it this was. beautiful farmhouse table set for a wedding and it was all decorated and there's beautiful food and cake and like just the table and and the people in and of themselves were stunning, but then it was set against this natural background and it was like late fall where things were golden and it was just so pretty. And you're like, yep, this is my, this is my property. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so pretty. This is, we just, we just don't mow the grass and it makes this really pretty, like tall grass, wildflower. Yeah. And then it's, it's funny because we even like our surrounding property, 
um, our neighbors, they have cattle. So occasionally you'll have a couple of cows in the background or a pond or depending on the season. But we've talked about just adding in, you know, like I really desperately want to build a greenhouse out of old windows to use for pictures as well. So that's hopefully in the works. Again, another one of my crazy ideas. And my husband's like, okay, let's bring this down. How can we actually do this? <laughs> but just being out in the country, I have like, I have people that will drive from Galena, which is over a half hour, sometimes 45 minutes. I've had people drive from Waterloo to come here. And it's so fun because they're like, oh, I would have never guessed that this is where you are. And I'm like, yep, out in the middle of nowhere, our own little slice of paradise, which is just awesome. And I can see my parents farm from my house as well. So oh, I love it. That's awesome. And there's so many benefits. Like when, when you think about starting a business in a small town, a lot of people from outside small might think, oh, you're limiting your options or like, you're not going to have as much of a base to grow from when I actually think the opposite where like you have this market in front of you and you become known as the go-to in your area. And you can still be pulling from places, like you said, Galena, that is 30 to 45 minutes away from you, Waterloo, which is over an hour. So like, I think it gives you that really sturdy base foundation of a business, but also you can still tap into places a little further out. Mm -hmm. And I don't have to go anywhere. People come to me, which is another one of my favorites that, oh, I, I just get to walk outside. Hey, welcome. <laughs> oh, it's so awesome. And yeah, I've been to your studio and it is set up so well, like your house is just a short walk away from the studio. The big country rustic barn is just a little bit further, but you have so many options on the property so that it can appeal to business owners or families that want a little bit of everything. Maybe they want an in-studio professional looking headshot, or maybe they are part of the ag sector. So they want something outside, or maybe they are like a rural based business. So they just want like that rustic barn in the background. You've got a little bit of everything to offer them. Yep. So now let's talk about what can people do? Like if they're a small town business and they haven't ever gotten professional photos done before, why would you recommend that they get some branded photography or professional headshots? Well, I would say the biggest reason is it's the face of your business. So getting a headshot, a nice looking professional headshot, really just kind of like ups the ante of your, your website, your social media. And so many, like even myself as a consumer, I will go and check out Facebook or a website on a business before I go visit the business. So do they have a good headshot? What are the uh, pictures of their products look like? Does this look like a, a reputable company? And so um, it really, it really truly is the face of the business. And also, like I said, it's a story. So when I jump on Facebook and want to check out a business, what, what is their story? Why am I buying from this business? Is it you're just a franchise of another business and, you know, or, or like, you know, what's, what's your story behind it? Because I am one where I will go out of my way to support local because I am local. And if I don't support local, we're not going to stick around. Like all of our small businesses, we're just going to crumble. 
if we can't support each other. So I will go out of my way to go get a coffee from a local coffee company versus driving to the closest Starbucks. I like the local coffee companies better, but um, <laughs> it's just, and it's that, it's that story that they have that I love to be able to represent in their photos so that they can use it on their website. They can use it on their social media and people love to see pictures of other people. Mm-hmm. You've said that yourself. <laughs> oh yes. A hundred percent. Like the more you can show pictures of you or your team or you helping a client or a customer, it just illustrates like Allison said, your story. And it gives you that personal feeling that I think we're all craving, especially right now in 2021. We want that personal smiling at the person, like take the mask off. We want to see the smile when we can, but yeah, it just makes it relatable and it gives you that like down home, small town feel. And I would also say like, it gives you that professional look, but I think from a social media standpoint, all of the businesses that I help, a lot of them came needing social media help because of the time that is invested in putting these social media feeds together. So by having someone like yourself or another professional photographer come in and in an hour getting hundreds of photos, like what an efficient use of your time. So you have a stockpile of photos that you can pull from instead of saying, oh, it's Tuesday. We haven't posted since last Tuesday. We better set up this quick photo of our product that's not well lit. And maybe it's not the best representation of us, but we got to get it done anyway. Spot on. (laughs) I can't say enough how like, it's awesome on the like business relationships, Allison and I have worked on. It's just so easy to pull from the library that you've created for us. And in those times where maybe we don't have a story to tell that day, we have these beautiful photos that we can use and they always get people's attention. So can you talk a little bit about if somebody was looking for a branded session with you, what are some things that they could do to prepare for that session? I would say preparing for your session, um, even myself trying to like get pictures done for my own personal use for the business or for family sessions. It's always a challenge doing it yourself versus trying to tell someone else, but I would say if you're going to book a session, one of the things that I like to consider is say one of the examples I like to use is for a grocery store manager. And when the manager wants to get a headshot, I would rather do their picture in the aisles of the grocery store to show them in their environment. Because if you come into my studio or if I use a standard backdrop, that's just it. It's just a headshot. And there's, there's nothing super exciting or, you know, it's like anybody can get that picture, right? But by putting that person in their environment, it now creates a, again, a story, but also visually you can see like the cans of beans in the aisle or the lighting. And like, it just brings in this color and different dynamic. And you're like, oh, hey, I know him. And I've been in that aisle or, you know, it's just showing them that this is your business. Um, Same goes for like a dentist. I would rather take a picture of a dentist in their office, maybe at their chair. How are you going to see this person when you come visit them versus just a, a headshot on a wall? And so by preparing for it, if you have a regular uniform, wear your standard uniform, be comfortable, 
keep it simple. Like when it comes to outfits, I know we were talking earlier, like black is just super easy to photograph. It photographs well, it hides flaws, but just keeping it simple and don't stress out about it. I will teach you how to pose and get the best angles. I'm not going to like tell you just like, okay, smile. Nope. I usually have a coin phrase that says, okay, say shit. <laughs> you can edit that out if you need to. No, um, we're keeping it. <laughs> but that's, I, I mean, I've had people tell me I need to make myself a shirt that says that because I say it so often. But what it does is it gives people, I get this great genuine smile from them. And it's just, it makes the session fun, relaxing. And I don't like it to be stiff. Like we don't need these stiff, boring headshots. Let's have fun with them. And I think that is really on trend right now too. People want to see like you and your natural element. They want to see what it's like when they work with you. And I think just like as a society, we're leaning a little more casual these days. Maybe it's from all the time at home, but I think having, like you said, these photos in your natural element where you're comfortable, it relaxes you and it helps people identify you because they recognize you from your place of business. Yeah. Yes. Do you ever recommend people bring in like to your session, whether it's the headshots at your studio or in their own environment, should they have props available or their tools? Do you do pictures of that kind of stuff too? Absolutely. Um, again, this is where the uh, flat lays at weddings come in hand. I love to be able to get pictures of products, whether it's your phone, because we're on our phone constantly trying to run a business. I want your favorite coffee mug. I want your laptop. I want your headphones. I want like, are you cutting out stuff out of a magazine? Bring a magazine and your scissors, your favorite pen, your favorite planner. If you're going to take pictures of me as a photographer, I'm going to want my camera because that's how you're going to see me. I'm going to want my planner because that goes with me everywhere. And I definitely need my coffee. But basically what it's saying is when you don't want to post a picture of your face all the time, because sometimes we also live in a society where posting a picture of your face can seem conceited sometimes. Oh, all she's doing is posting pictures of herself, you know? <laughs> so to have it's all like- about balance, right? Right, exactly. And so with that balance, having a picture of, um, like, I know we've done it where you're drinking a beer or something, just something more fun. How do you want to represent you and your business to your clients? Tell your story with them. And just even like we had the one where you were drinking a beer and I know you've used it on Fridays, like, hey, cheers to the weekend. Mm -hmm. But just to have that content to be able to use through the duration. I mean, like that was over a year ago. And I, I like still being able to use those pictures is awesome that yeah, they I still use them that one did. one hour session can last how long? Mm hmm. And I think, yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because you want to definitely bring products that not only represent your business, but things that represent you as well. So like if I were like, I'm a beer gal, so it made sense for me to be drinking a Michelob Ultra in that picture. I, and that's what my people are drinking. I could have brought a bush light as well, because that's what my <laughs> clients and ideal customers drink. But like, I don't know that I would ever bring like uh martini glass or something. That's just not me. So you have to pick the things that represent you and that speak to that vibe and that personality that relate to your ideal audience too. 100%. Awesome. We just have a couple more questions. 
Um, but in 2021, why is it so, so important that small businesses that maybe have never done something like this before, why is it important that, yes, they need to get some professional branded photos done this year? I would say it's so important this year because last year, just us having to quarantine and having to like switch gears instead of shopping in person and now having to shop online. When I go into a store and now everybody's, I'm, I'm a smile person. Like I smile at everybody I see and I'm still smiling with my mask on, but I want to know what they look like with that mask on. And are you a happy person? Like not necessarily a happy person, but just, I want to be able to see the face behind the mask mm -hmm. and having these pictures to show your clients and your customers is just so real and authentic and just I don't, I don't know. It's, I think we need to step up our game this year. Like we really need to step up our game and have a face on our, like, I don't want to say our screens, but on our websites, on our Facebook, on our Instagram, but to be able to show other people who we really are instead of just everybody garbed up in masks and whatnot else. So. Oh, I think that's perfect. And yeah, like you said, People are like, whether we are a product-based or a service-based business, people are shopping us online. They're doing due diligence and researching who we are and what we have to offer. And by making ourselves distinct, and sometimes it is just the quality of the photographs that we share, that sets us apart and makes us look like the person to do the business with. And like you said, going into 21, in 2020, we were all just like kind of holding things together, right? Just trying to keep the ship afloat for some of our businesses. And then in 21, it's time to like say, okay, we're here, we're still doing business and let's go. And then having a professional catalog of photos will like set you apart from the market, but also like you said, give people that remember us, these are the people behind the masks. These are like your neighbor, your father-in-law, your like kid that you saw in the high school play. They're all still here. They're all still working. And this is what we look like. I love that. Yeah. And I have a, a story too. Yesterday, I went and got my hair done and it was at a salon where there's multiple on-contract stylists. Oh, okay. You know, so they, they run their own business. So you can call the salon and if you've never been there or don't know which stylist you want to go to, they'll send you to the website and say, okay, choose your stylist on who you want to go to. And so the girl I was talking to yesterday who did my hair, she said she got a new client based on her headshot because by going through all of the pictures, she's like, she looks the most approachable or the most like you get a sense of feeling about the person and you don't want to judge people based on their picture. But also there was that connection just by, hey, she went on the website and she was like, oh, she's my girl. I, she knew right there. And they hit it off and now she's her forever, maybe forever client, but just having that as an option and knowing like, Hey, you picked me because you saw my headshot. That is awesome. And I know that like, I love that story and it's so true for stylists. And also like, I know a lot of maybe service-based businesses and industries, maybe they're like, well, does this really apply to me? A hundred percent. Because think about those service professionals, like your electricians, your grading and excavators, your plumbers, like they're the ones doing house calls. And so if you can see who that face is on the website or on the Facebook page before they show up at your house, 
Like from a business owner's perspective, think about that. You're giving that first impression from your website so that people are comfortable with you when you arrive. And I think, like you said, people do a lot of like for better or for worse, they will judge you by the quality of your online presence these days. So you need to make sure that that presence is top notch. Okay, Allison, I'm going to ask you to just share with us, like, where can people find you online? How can they book with you? And then we're going to go into our small talk round. You can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash captured by Corbin. You can find me on Instagram at Instagram slash captured by Corbin. And then I also have a website that's uh, www.capturedbycorbin.com. Um, so you can reach me at any of those. You can find my email addresses on there. Text me, DM me, whatever. Also, I really love Marco Polo. So if you're on Polo and want to like chat, that's kind of one of my things lately. That's I love it. <laughs> love it. Um, and Allison too, like one thing I love about what you share out is that you're giving tips and like educational components of photography. So if people are looking for, maybe they're not in our local area, maybe they're a couple States away and they're like, shoot, I don't know if I'll ever make it to Iowa to work with Allison, but I love that you share out tips on your social feeds so that even if people are remote, they can still benefit from your services and your, yes. And I will travel. I mean, depends on the location I'll travel, (laughs) but also, you know, that's another thing too, is with um, the sessions is to be able to go on location as well. So it's not just, you have to come to my studio. Having the studio sets me apart and having this location is great because I never have to ask for permission, but I love being able to go on site as well. So like we came to the bars and did pictures at the taverns and got pictures of the food and the people there, it just creates that whole new element, which is telling that story of your business as well. So even if you are remote, like, especially if you're listening in Hawaii, Allison is up for traveling. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now we're going to have the small talk round, just like a couple quick questions. Don't overthink it. Just give me your first answer. All right. Okay. All right. Uh, We're going to do like a softball. Can you tell us like, what was your first job and what was something you learned from that job? My first job was washing dishes at the local tavern. (laughs) And I would say one of the things that I learned was communication, just being able to like have direction on what I'm doing, but also like going out and BSing with the guys at the bar and making fun of them or joking around. They love that. And so that was one of the things, I mean, I was 13 and just being able to learn that at age 13, really, I think just kind of like I bartended. And so that really kind of catapulted me to be able to talk to anybody and everybody. Oh, and I personally, like there's a whole, I have a whole episode on this, but I think everybody should work in like a restaurant or a tavern or at some point in their lives, because man, like customer service and like just personal relations skills that you get out of jobs like that is, it helps you in so many facets of your life. Yes. All right. Next question. What's your go-to snack? Um, probably chips and salsa is, would be my go-to snack. Um, (laughs) or chips in general. I love, I'm a salt person, chips, peanuts, whatever. 
whatever goes well with the beer. <laughs> what's your favorite um, tortilla chip? Like if you could pick any tortilla chip, like what's the one you're gunning for in the grocery store? <sighs> the one at Los Aztecas, like, let's be mm-hmm. honest, the restaurant style ones. Um, I, ooh, I, I love the um, lime flavored mm-hmm. ones. Yeah, they they just like it just adds that extra punch with the salsa and then goes really well with the Corona. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, what's your favorite social media platform to hang out on? And we may have already tackled this in your previous answer. I would say Instagram. Um, Facebook kind of sucks me in and then I like find articles and then I go in, down a rabbit hole and it just becomes too like overwhelming. Whereas Instagram, I can just follow the people that I want to follow and see what I want to see. And it's usually happy things. Mm-hmm. And Marco Polo, is that like a social media oh, app or is that yeah. more of messaging? I guess. Marco Polo is like, my husband doesn't understand it. He's like, what are you talking on? And it's basically a video message that you send to someone and you record it and then they can listen to it whenever they want and then respond back with a video message. So I joke that it's my online therapy tool. Oh, I love <laughs> it. Because you're just, you're just talking to yourself, but you're sending it to someone else. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then you can stay like family, friends, like business people. You can connect with all of them. Awesome. Absolutely. Love it. What is your favorite thing about your small town? I would have to say, okay, so my small town is about two miles north of where I am. My favorite thing would probably be the grocery store, Silkers. They have been around for generations and it's the same family that's been running it. But like you walk in there and you think of the Cheers theme song, you know, where everybody knows your name (laughs) (laughs) and you walk in and like, just, I like, I, I'm going to know everybody when I go in there. And I've ran into my own dad when I was getting groceries and be like, Hey, what's going on? Like, what do you, what's for supper tonight? And it's just a casual conversation. And honestly, I think Silkers keeps the community running. Mm-hmm. And they have the best meat counter. Like you can they get do. the best meat from them. Yes. Okay. Shameless little plug for Silkers. Yeah. We'll have to tag them. I don't know. Do they have, I think they have a Facebook page. We'll, they have Facebook, we'll yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's all the questions I have for our small talk round. Allison, are there any final thoughts that you want to leave with our listeners before we sign off? I would say if you're struggling with the idea of hiring a professional to come in and do pictures, one, think of your return on investment you're going to be able to use these pictures tenfold and it's going to bring in. um, I did pictures for a boutique and they said when we first started doing pictures with them, they had more likes and more engagements on their very first professionally posted picture than they did in all of the pictures beforehand. So that right there is saying something like just hire someone who knows what they're doing about it. And don't be scared. We'll tell you what to do. I will tell you how to pose. And then also, you know, it's, it's one of those things where hiring a professional and coming in takes that off of your plate. Mm -hmm. It's one less thing you have to worry about. It's just done. Wipe your hands clean. Now you have content. And so it's no different than hiring out someone to clean your business or hiring someone to post on your social media. It just helps your business all around. And then if you're looking for any like tips to take pictures on yourself, 
with your phone if you're in the moment. There's so much good information out there, but my number one tip is daylight. Always find the nearest source of window light that you can. So those would be my tips. Great tips. And I just will echo what you said about like efficiency. We know that entrepreneurs have so much on their plate. Like if you can make this happen for you, getting a professional photographer will free up a lot of the pressures of coming up with content, making your website look good. And like, it just helps all around give you a more professional, polished look. I love it. All right. So again, Allison of Captured by Corbin, thank you so much for being with us today. You can find her on Facebook, Instagram, at at her website. Thank you, Allison, so much for being with us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Small Minded Podcast, the place on the internet where we celebrate small towns, small businesses, and the people who love them. If you enjoyed this episode, we would be forever grateful to have a review of your experience over on iTunes, Spotify, our website, or wherever you tuned in today. And as always, we welcome you sharing this podcast with your friends and family on social. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Small Minded Podcast or at mollyknuthmedia.com slash podcast. Please go out, make today a good one. Take a small step towards a bigger impact. Here's to a life well-lived being small-minded. <laughs>